My grandpa kept a box in his attic for over 70 years. It contained his entire experience as a soldier during World War II. These are the letters he sent home. Hello and welcome to Airmail from Dip. February 6th, 1945, Wednesday, Philippines. Dear Mom and Dad, I now have letters from you dated December 21st, 25th, 29th, and January 1st. They came all in a bunch, and you can bet I had a picnic reading all about everyone and everything back at home. We'll endeavor to answer all of them in this letter if I'm not interrupted. First of all, I was certainly happy to hear that you all had one of those normal happy Christmases. I didn't think you had ever or ever would spend the money to buy one measly orchid when you could get a flock of roses or something for the same price. That's why I sent it, just to be different. I suppose Dad is smelling like roses now with all those bottles of stuff. All of my gifts, and all the other guys were in the same boat, came just a few days before we shoved off for combat. We didn't have any spare inch of room to pack such things as fruitcakes and candy, so we really had to do some fancy eating. Lots of the boys had to throw food away at the last minute. I'm glad I got mine early enough to eat every last crumb. I see by your drawing that you have your card display up again this year. Speaking of cards, I really got a kick out of the one from your bridge club. Tell them all I enjoyed it very much and thanks for thinking of me. I noticed a couple of strange names on it, but remember most of them. In your December 21st letter, you remarked about how sad the European war news was then. Well, how does it look to you now? I hope they'll have Berlin by the time you read this. The last I heard, Russian's only 35 miles away. How about we jokers in the Pacific? We're really getting on the bull here now. Got the clipping of Loper. I'm gonna save it. By golly, I'll send it along with this letter and you can put it away in my desk. Was interested to get the latest figures on my finances. Seems if the bank account is growing steadily. The $200 finance check I'm enclosing ought to fatten it a little more. Was just paid two months salary, so I had the captain make out a check for me right there. We were paid in the new Victory Pesos, at the rate of two pesos per dollar. The paper money is made in different colors for each denomination. I'd like to send you some, but it's not allowed. They want it all in circulation here. I'll save some for souvenirs. That money I've saved is going to take me on some nice trips when I get back home. For instance, I want to take one out east to see Dot and Arlo. Also to take in the New England states and New York. I've talked it over with Raj Loper and he wants to travel out that way too. We'll get together if at all possible. And then I'd like to go to Sun Valley, Idaho or up around Seattle for some real mountain skiing for the first winter I'm home. My plans for going back to school haven't changed up to now. Don't know whether I'd finish, but I'd like to go for a while anyway. It's hard for me to decide on the future, because it's been so long since I was a civilian, I don't remember what it's like. Oh well. Back to your letters. Yours of December 29th was really a newsy one. I was certainly interested to hear the latest about Christensen, Lissy, Jones, Swanee, Severn, and Michael. I suppose by now Roly has been home and over to see you. I wish I could be there to greet the guy. Give him my best. Did you ever tell me the particulars about, was it Calvin's injury? As I remembered, you just told me about them getting a cablegram that he was on his way home seriously injured. Or no, I guess he phoned from New York, wasn't that it? Or wouldn't say what was wrong with him? You wondered what I was doing New Year's Eve, well, now you know. 
However, it was not without its celebration. I had a can of Budweiser on board with me, which I drank to peace in 45. I wrote to Elaine yesterday, a letter I owed her for quite some time. It's great that she is getting along so well in New York. I know now it was a fortunate change of environment for her. When are you folks going to get some snow? Every letter I get say it looks like a snowstorm coming, and the next letter it's the same old story. No snow. Good thing I'm not home, I'd be sick. Things are going according to schedule, as MacArthur might say. We are still moving up regularly. I'm still on duty as air observer and I really like it. It's the one job in artillery where you can see everything that goes on, on both sides of the lines. The doughboys love to see us overhead, because that pounding that results really clears the way for them. On the other hand, the Japs fear them worse than fighters, and stay under cover when they see them. The natives are still supplying us with bananas, eggs, and chickens, so life is pretty sweet. Yesterday morning I had hotcakes and eggs. Mmm. Today they collected 90 cents, 180 centavos, from each man for six bottles of beer. We expect to get it this afternoon. Will that taste good? I just built myself a bamboo shelter. You should see it. Pretty neat. Made it with a native bolo, which I bought for a pair of pants and a t-shirt. Good souvenir and a handy tool in these parts. I've got to go up on patrol now, so I'll say so long. Hope you're okay. Love, Dorrance. This project is created by me, Christian Olson, with audio production by my brother Eric at Olson Media. Piano music is performed and arranged by my other brother, Jonathan. For more information, follow along at airmailfromdip.com. And for more photographs, follow Airmail from Dip on Facebook and Instagram.